what's what's some of the best stuff we ever put in our mouth, except for, you know, that breakfast sandwich I just made. <laughs> Welcome to Cue the Mic. Welcome back. Episode 30. Familiar face on the screen. Familiar face on the screen. There you go. The Reverend Randy Twyford, all the way from Jacksonville, Illinois. Center of the (laughs) USA. Center of the USA. Center of the USA. The crossroads. Sad day here at Cue the Mic. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It just depends how you look at it. Randy's pregnant. And I don't know how it happened. Bad news. I don't know how it happened. We had, bad, happened. we had bad news to share. Hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is not the truth. That's not uh, the truth. How do you know Randy yeah. is not pregnant, Emma? I think genetics might have a part to play in that. Oh, no. We live in the 2020s. Yeah, it's the 2020s. Anything, anything, yeah. anything, can, anything happen. can happen. Oh, no shit. That's the truth. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Watch the news. Well, there's only one news, Fox, oh, so... God. So that's the only I'm, I'm going to miss is. this. Yeah. Emma's last podcast. That's the big news. This is it. Yep. Not really. This isn't it for the yeah. podcast. That's nope. why we've had, that's why we've had Randy in training. And I'm not doing very good at it. So <laughs> yeah, he's not doing yeah. very good. He doesn't have his ring light set up and well, either do I, but I have natural, beautiful Florida sunlight. So Randy's just back got in a dark cavern in his office. Just a dinge in my office with all the shit piled around. So, right. So, Emma's Emma's moving on. She's moving on to bigger and better things. She's gonna, you know, move to a job doing social media, working from home. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm gonna help public schools um, market their market their education and all that stuff. Uh, how do, cool do how, how do you do that? Emma? How do you how do you market education? You got kids and they got to go to school. Why do you got to market them? Well, yeah. I think uh, it it's more of just keeping the school in communication with parents and kids on things that are going on. You know, like um, for like Van Meter, for instance, uh, they use this group, and we they do a lot of the sports posts and things for when we make it to state and all of the performances kids have and just academic achievements and stuff so it's more of just like being a kind of what social media is for anybody but like a a newsletter and a way to keep parents in the know and kids in the know speaking of sports i've got a big announcement the one of the guys that worked for me this summer colin brunstein He's leading the NCAA mm-hmm. in uh, – oh, you know that about that, Emma? No. He's leading the NCAA no, in uh, yards received and touchdowns made in Division Three. Whoa. And he's got one Division more three cool. up, up at th- uh, he just They just beat the shit out of an Iowa team this weekend. Uh, um, it's – is he a suck? Is he a suck lucky? No, no, or? no, no. Illinois College Blue Boy. He worked for me all summer. Local oh, guy. Illinois. Oh, he's a Blue Boy. Yeah, Illinois College Blue Boys. And uh, they got one more game left, so he's going to beat all the school records and and uh, 
and lead the NC. He's leading the NCAA Division Three right now. So we're all pretty proud of him. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. He's a runner. Shout out to Colin. I, I haven't seen mm-hmm. anything about that on the old Twyford Barbecue social media. Yeah, dropping the ball. Uh, I guess you're right. He can take, and I've got one of those. I've got a uh, a grizzly cooler, regular size grizzly cooler. And he, I I wouldn't have believed this if I hadn't have seen it. He can jump from a standing jump on top of that cooler in the back of a pickup. From a dead standing still, he can jump straight up on top of a cooler in the back of my pickup. From the ground or from, from the, the ground. back of the pickup? No, no, no. From the ground. He can jump straight no. up, standing still. Swear to God, swear to God. Well, yeah. So we need this for. I mean, I think that's. Uh, you know, uh, our Twyford barbecue employers are. Yeah. Yeah, there's a social well, media thing there. That's well, a, and like, then wow, that's a that's a viral thing. Well, and he wanted to jump, try jumping. They the other guys were betting him that he couldn't jump from the ground, standing still on top of our walk-in cooler. And he seemed very confident that he could, no problem. But me, I'm like, uh-uh. I wouldn't let him do it because if he didn't do it well, and he broke, him, broke something, I didn't want it on my watch. Well, and you don't want him jumping on that cooler to at least. I mean, because the problem is one little slip and he breaks an ankle and Guess exactly. what? Some stupid trick takes out his football career. That's okay, why I said, and he was like, well, come on, let me do it. I know I can do it. I said, no, you're not doing it. And he did the pickup thing before I noticed it. And then I said, let's see it again. So, Well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to have a serious talk with Emma's dad, Darren, who's the you know, superintendent of schools out at Van Meter. And, you know, he keeps what? poaching my employees. Right. So uh, so he sets up Amanda, who was my right hand gal, sets her up with a school job, and now he's he's <laughs> poaching Emma, setting her up with a social media job. Take it easy on me, Darren. Is it poaching when hey, good, he's good thing. poaching? He's hey, it's a good thing I don't finding opportunities close. to take people away from me. That's right. Good good thing I don't live up close to you. I'd be hiring them away. Well, never mind. <laughs> And he probably well, can't the, even be within a hundred yards of a school. What? Well, what? Who can't be? Randy. <laughs> uh, that was very nice. No, I was saying I'd I'd be hiring Darren's <laughs> employees, his other employees. Jeez. You're so bad. You're so yeah. bad, but but Emma, we're still in negotiation mode, but we're pretty sure the podcast will go on. Yeah. It's just going to be the Darren and Randy show, and if I can keep Randy focused That'll and find out, um, find out how to get the glare out of his glasses looking at the screen. Let me get my light, and, and I'll get it set up. Put a ring up, light get behind sh- him. And, It'll be a natural glow right. to it'll be a natural glow, which is very natural for me. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Emma will still be behind the scenes. We're we're in Hopefully. last minute negotiations about what it costs to produce a podcast, but um, she'll be you know couldn't leave you guys completely hanging. Right. So she'll still make it happen. Well, and we do appreciate the editing that. and 
She's probably gonna have probably gonna have to do a lot more editing than yeah, it's just exactly. you and I, Randy. Than it, yeah, that's and I, true. Because she keeps me in track right when we go. But you know, the one thing I was on my morning walk this morning, right? And mm-hmm. every time I'm okay. in Florida, I just go on a nice little two minute or two mile walk through the harbor. <laughs> You know, two minute walk, two mile, yeah, two mile two walk mile. through the harbor and look at all the Either boats one. and yachts and, and just, it's just been beautiful. We've been down here for 12 days, 13 days. We're going home, but, um, it was just absolutely stunning. And, and so, but I'm always stunning. thinking, you know, I'm thinking, but I'm listening to podcasts too. Right. So I've been, you know, Emma got me on this new heights podcast, you know, a 92% nice. or since I am a Swifty. Um, <laughs> But I've been kind of listening to that a little bit. Um, but this morning, I uh, listened to one from David Chang, mm-hmm. you know, and the, you know, he's kind of the owner of Momofuku, Fuku, I think it's Momofuku, noodles mm-hmm. that you can buy in the store. And uh, he's been on Netflix and all kinds of stuff. Just over, I really like listening to him. And I'm telling you what, there is something about, and I listened to Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey on New Heights. I listened mm-hmm. to that. Fuck is every other word out of these guys' mouth. Yeah, yeah. Is, is mouth. fuck the universal listening word? I it's, mean, is that what because because they're they're evidently just, paying big dollar production companies to say, hey, what do we talk about and all this stuff? But I mean, it's just fuck one, fuck this, fuck that, fuck that, fuck the fucking fuckers. I can't. It's believe just it. normal. I mean, it's it is normal, crazy. And and you and I, I did a remember, whole bit about how. You you and I can remember the day. Darren, I was just going to say, said, like, they've had you get the shit beat out of you at home. You never spoke like that. Yeah, right. Among Anna. Yeah, I just thought it was weird that here you have these celebrities on these podcasts, and, and I, I listened to about half of one this morning from him. First time I'd ever listened to him. I was just cruising around because I'm always trying to, you know, figure out what's the spin and whatever. And I think we're. You know, we need to become, with it just Randy and I, we need to become more structured and have segments and stuff. But sometimes there's just fun to be had about just getting on and talking about barbecue and business and social media and whatever else. So, you know, so I I put a little, put a little, uh, like, okay, what are we going to talk about today? Because we started planning this as Emma sent me a message this morning at... I don't know, it must have been 6.30 or our time seven? here. Seven? Or 7.00. Oh, no, maybe it was. You sent me at, yeah, 7.00 seven. o'clock or whatever, which was 8.00 o'clock this time, mm-hmm. um, and said, hey, what are we going to talk about? Oh, or, it was more no, of, when are we going to record? It, it was, hey, when are we going to record? And I said, ah, hell, Randy's not busy this morning. Let's, let's get on this morning and see if we can't knock one out. But then you, go, then you quick go, oh, shit, what are we going to talk about? So we went out like we do every week and we went out to people to leave ideas and they never do. So I went Mm -hmm. to Facebook and I Mm -hmm. said, Hey dudes, I need content for, for, uh, I need topics for to discuss today for cue the mic. Didn't even, for some reason I can't tag cue the mic. I'm off my personal Facebook page. I don't know why. Because cue the mic doesn't have a Facebook page. Uh, Maybe Which, that'd be a nice project for you to yeah. do today before you leave. Randy, I got stuff to do. She's oh, bullshit. <laughs> so anyway, I thought we'd just, uh, I just walked out and I'd say some of these questions and we'd get some input. Randy gives some input and Emma and whatever, because, mm-hmm. you know, just 
stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. Talk about the viewers. At some point, I want to talk about the best food we ever ate, too. Not necessarily oh. today, because I really need to think about it. But Randy, okay. we need to talk about it. We've traveled the world. Yeah. You know, and what's what's some of the best stuff we ever put in our mouth, except for, you know, that breakfast sandwich <laughs> I just made. <laughs> just took a picture of. Out yeah, there this that morning. Had a, had, yeah, I took a picture of. Had, a, had Emma, an don't amazing go there. breakfast don't sandwich go there, on the flat Emma. top. I know what you're thinking. Get your mind out of the gutter. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Yeah, so 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 this is anyway. going to be that exactly is what's going to be Emma listening to our recording of the podcast. That's what's going to happen because she's going to be sitting at home going, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What are those oh, two? I won't be able to like monitor it. No, I'm no. a little. Yeah, it's going to be a scary experience. I think, We're a very unmonitored group of right. people, so I can't. Yeah. Okay. Can't what's navigate. your list, Darren? What's your list? So Darren? so 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 back to back to the question. Old Donnie mm -hmm. Teal said fat side up or fat side down, Randy. Fat side down. I'm assuming he's talking about brisket and not not, brisket. not, women, not women. Oh, well that's a whole different subject then. You think he's you think he's you think he's talking about brisket or women? Uh do you know Donnie Teal? So if you know <laughs> Donnie Teal, use that I have fat side down, most definitely. Fat side down. <laughs> fat Donnie side down. I'm <laughs> Donnie, come on. This isn't an amateur podcast. Okay, Emma's already got her pulse taken like this. You can always yeah. tell when Emma's she's she's measuring her heart rate. Yeah. When she holds her two fingers up to her neck. It's fine. So what's your thought? Fat side Steve up, fat says side No, answer well, depends Donnie's on the heat way. source. Depends on the heat source. Okay. Depends on the heat source. So it depends where your heat's coming from. And if you're cooking for family or for competition, uh, competition, I'm a meat side up guy um, just because I'm worried about presentation. Right. Uh, when, I, when, I'm fat side, when I'm fat side up. So if you got air coming across in a stick burner, ultimately you want fat side up because you want that fat to be the insulation protection. If you're on a can, okay. you want the fat side down because that fat is protecting. Sure, that. sure. But a lot of people flip back and forth. Age-old question, you know what? It doesn't matter. You know, people like the fat on a brisket. You know, oh, it it bastes through the meat. Oh, really? If it's basting through the meat, then why, if I do a fat side up brisket and I open this cooker, why is there a pool of fat sitting on top of the brisket if it bastes down through the brisket? I put right? the fat it side on the it top. It just rolls off the side. Right, the, right. The, 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 the tenderness or the tenderness or the juiciness of a brisket really depends on nothing but how marbled that brisket is. The internal thing. Internally. Okay. Because most competition cooks today, not most, but a lot of them, trim all that fat off. Yeah, I've noticed that. Now. Yeah, I don't do that. No. Um, well, Steve says the importance of learning to cook versus following a recipe. Right? And and so I see that a lot. You know, you get people to go and take a class and write down their recipes and instantly win a grand champion next week. Uh-huh. You know, mm -hmm. and, and we see that a lot. Now, what I love is when there's like tornado conditions two hours before turn in. Kind of messes things up. Or, because or that's really, or when it's, when, it's when it's really cold out or uh -huh. windy and... 
or high elevation. Does because the elevation make all a those things become? Oh, huge difference. You know, okay. uh, you know the fun fact. Fun fact. Um, you know, uh, meat will only go as high as the boiling temp of water. Okay. Now, some okay. people say differently, but this is my experience. So, if you're in, if you're up in Arizona in the mountains or Colorado in the mountains, and the boiling temp of water is 200 degrees. You will never get your brisket above 200 degrees. Okay. Now, that doesn't make it tender, right? So every time we've cooked high elevation, I've always had to kind of keep a little bit of a logbook, the contest before, to say when I wrap my brisket and when it reaches 200, boom, and then how long did it take to get done after 200? So if it took a, you know, if it took normally, if I cook a brisket to 210 in competition, if I if I did two hundred and it took forty five minutes to get from two hundred to two ten, right? Twenty five minutes. I would watch that because it becomes a game of feel. So all those high mountain cooks, they're feel cooks, not temp cooks. Not temperature cooks. Because that brisket will not, that steam will not get above the boiling temp of water. Yeah, that makes sense. And so when somebody says I cook my brisket to two fifteen, I'm like, I don't think that's possible. I think you need to check your probe. Right. Because I think steam and boiling point of water never goes above that temperature. How does that meat ever get above that temperature if boiling water or steam cannot get above that temp? Makes so, sense. but that's, that's the difference between following a recipe and being a cook. I would agree. So when a, a good, you know, a, a good competition cook can follow a recipe. When shit goes wrong, a really good competition cook will win. I I would right? agree, and that's because and so I love we we used to say all about overcoming adversity. I love when there's adversity in a cook. First of all, I get bored. I get bored doing stuff the same way, same thing every week. That's why I'm always. That's why I'm no good anymore. I keep changing shit up because <laughs> I get bored. Right? I get bored doing so. I'm always experimenting. Well, why would you experiment at home when I can experiment at a competition? I got time then. Exactly. So, drive sure crazy. You know, and one of the things, you know, you always hear people say, well, practice at home, practice at home. But it goes back to what you're saying, Darren, about the adversity and things like that. You can practice at home. Always, well, you know, there goes a rabbit. My train of thought doesn't go very fast. Good. But. It's hard to replicate, you know, hard to replicate a cooking contest at home and all the different things it going is. on and, and having somebody come up and start talking to you about this, that, or the other. And then, oh, shit, uh, it's gone a little bit over. Uh, my time's a little bit over or my temp's a little bit over. So I understand the whole practice at home is a good idea. And to kind of get you in the ballpark, but you're never going to fine tune it as much as you can at a contest. Would you agree? Yeah. No, I, 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 I totally agree. It's it like, I, I keep thinking of practicing. How do you practice adversity? And for some reason, you ever seen that? You ever seen the uh, shots? They do shots out in, uh, this has nothing to do with it, but kind of. The shots out in um, Sturgis, where they put the guy up on the counter and the girl with the big boobs gives him a shot oh, and yeah. then and then slaps then slaps him in the face and then throws a bucket of water in his face. Right. 
really that's what you should that's what you should do when you're practicing at home you should you know have a big fan and turn it on and so, emulate yeah, so the wind those, and have your uh, wife throw a bucket, of bucket throw a bucket of water on you or put a sprinkler on top of you and you know so get all kinds of adverse conditions or have a lot of you neighbors know, you're trying come to over finish your chicken you. or you're trying to yeah exactly you know try and get interrupted as many times as you can because it's really you know it's the focus that matters you know so, Interesting. Uh, Tim Malloy says we should discuss tiki bars and grouper sandwiches. Stone crabs are back in season. And I, I'm a big grouper sandwich, man. I, I kick, did some uh, kick-ass. I found grouper cheeks on sale down here last week. Really? Or this past week, a couple of days ago. 12, 12 bucks a pound. There is not a better piece of fish in the world. Oh, they're normally 25 bucks a pound. Really? 12 bucks a pound cut fresh. And they were, I was watching the guy cutting them back there. I'm like, I'll just take those. I'll just take those. They're like little, oh, they're just golden. Stone crabs. Yeah, Malloy, I'm not a big stone crab fan. Too much work. You, you go to all this work to cut into a piece of crab that's got a little quarter-sized piece of meat. They may be good, but not worth it. Lots of, lots of talk about drinking during competitions. Yeah, well, I've got a whole, you know, I, and that's part of the culture. It's part of the culture, but I think I remember somebody once told me a few years ago, and I agree with this, if you just want to go to a contest to get drunk, take that $1,000 or whatever it's going to cost you to go to the contest and go to the bar at home. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a strong believer in that. I'm, I, I am. I, I always was a two drink on Friday night guy. Right. So, and that explains our reason why we show up at most contests on Wednesdays or Thursdays <laughs> because get that out of your systems. So Friday night, you're ready to go. Now I've kind of changed. I'm not much of a drinker anymore. I mean, I've been, I've been in Florida for 12 days now, I think. Right. And I bet mm -hmm. you I haven't had three drinks. Really? And I got the Lukes with us. No, I, I just, I don't, I really don't care. I, I've just, I get more enjoyment out of a glass of water, iced tea. And so they've been, feel better. you know, drinking you feel from sunup to sundown. And I've, and I, and I've been, and, and I've been driving them around. I said, Hey, you guys want to go bar hopping? I'm fine. And Sherry's like, I feel bad. I'm like, no, don't feel bad. I'm, I'm thinking about kicking the, going totally on the wagon. I, not, not a, a thing wrong with that. That's what I did this summer. And it was that it, it's actually pretty. It, if you really cut, take enough time off, you don't need it. You realize it's really not that. I went from, that special because uh, I never, this, I never did. This need summer it. was right. Well, yeah, but like this summer, like even socializing, like I went to plenty of things this summer and didn't drink. And yeah. everyone was like, "Hey, I feel really bad." And it's like, "No, because now I know you're going to get home safe. I'm going to feel great tomorrow." Exactly. Um, and I'm, I'm still enjoying my time, and I remember I it. Yeah. That's nice. That maybe tells how, how come you shouldn't be drinking if you don't remember stuff. Get so drunk you don't remember stuff. I'm just Damn. kidding. Oh, okay. Randy, we're going to say something. No, I'm, I'm just or saying. Did the rabbit I, just go by? The rabbit just went by. But I'm, I'm just saying, I went lo the longest stretch probably this last year of not drinking. And uh, I'm about like you. I really don't care to drink anymore. And I mean, it's not a thing, you know, I've got a problem. Well, I probably at one time had a problem. I know that. But uh, don't have a problem. It's just 
I don't like feeling like shit the next day. Yeah. Older we get, feel like shit. And Mm -hmm. I guess there, you said the key thing right there. It's not super, and we live in a drinking world. We live in a drinking world, man. It's it's crazy. We go to these, I mean, especially down in Florida, man. You go to, at two o'clock, you do not get a sit at a bar a bar stool because every bar stool has a name on it from a local that sits there every afternoon. I mean, it's just, Oh my God, it's just crazy. It's like we drive by a bar and it's, there's nobody sitting around except for the bar is full. And I'm like, well, we're not stopping there because we don't, the the locals are just going to look at us funny. There's no what you say. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Huh? You said there's nobody. Well, let's say there's a bunch of tables yesterday. Yep. Yep. Yesterday we went to the, a bar. We were gonna. I was taking them out drinking, and so we went out yesterday morning to church. Well, we were headed to church. Now church is from ten to one at the deck bar in Cape Coral. Right. And they have a. They used to have a guy that sang, sang and he was kind of the preacher. Okay? Right. So you got to go to church at ten o'clock, even though there was there was no nothing ever said that was holy. But right. Okay. Um, but but you go to church. Well, now they got this gal singing. She's okay, but not as good as the other guy used to be. He used to be the one-man band that used to make fun of the crowd and all that stuff. But he must have, I don't know, passed on or went somewhere else. Too to much drinking. Or whatever. He was an older guy. Too much drinking. But, yeah. you know, it, it's a way of life down here. And it's like, nah, I just have a bottle of water and a good old unsweet iced tea. There you go. But if I'm But if I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink something really good. I just want one of them. Right. If I'm going to have a bourbon, I just want one, but just give me a really, really good one. Hmm. Um, carrying on enough about yeah. drinking. Yeah. Because it does cut into your focus. So if, yeah. if you're worried about that, you know, we still have a 10 o'clock lucky beer on Saturday morning. I don't end up drinking the beer. I take a drink of it and dump most of it out, set it on the counter and sure he dumps it out later, but still got to have your traditions of your, whether it's sure. a nine twenty two or 10 o'clock lucky beer and um, thing. But yeah, just if, if you want to perform on Saturday, I'm guessing that uh, getting drunk on Friday nights, probably not. Some of them can do it. Old Jeff from Chicken and Grinning, man, that boy, he can, he can party up and do it, and and if he doesn't, he ain't worth the shit. So, well, what not there me. a guy? A guy. There was a team that it was always the joke that if they were down, I mean, just plastered, they would win the contest, and they normally did. Well, that was old Rob McGee from Munching yeah, Hogs at the exactly. Hilton. You know, God that's rest exactly. his soul. He, exactly. he he was. If you went out, if you cooked next to Rob in the morning, and you went out, and there was a bottle of scotch empty. You, you were playing for second. Right? Exactly. That's what I've and if, always heard. And, and there was a couple of contests. He said, I'm I'm just not going to drink it. Oh, man, he did horrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was just, I don't know, just a way of life. But Mark Shiel asked, chicken skin scrape or not to scrape? Were you ever a scraper, Randy? No, but that's kind of before it started happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about you? I still scrape. Emma's, Emma, Emma's sitting there asking, what are we talking about? But in competition, Emma, in competition, barbecue, people will take a, separate the skin from the piece of chicken thigh and they will scrape the fat, they will scrape the fat off of it to make it thinner and not as tough because a lot of times you're not cooking chicken for a long amount of time. So it's, that fat's always good if you can get it rendered out, but if you mm-hmm. don't get rendered out, you'll end up with a 
chewy skin. So a lot of people will yeah. scrape it. Now the guys that are cooking on cans, they do the modified where if they scrape it all the way that they'll blow out the top of the skins cooking so hot on a can. So they scrape the outsides and leave a fat patch on top where a judge isn't going to take a bite. I've always just been, you know, I used to never scrape at all. And now I scrape all the time, you know, so it's just a insurance policy that's there. But you know, the one thing about it, I still see people scraping that skin with a fillet knife. They make this, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's a little, it's a brisket trimmer. And man, I need to do a video on that. It'll go viral. I could save people thousands of hours a week. Brisket trimmer, what um, do you mean? Well, there's just a little thing. Guy told me about it once that it's just a little razor blade and it's on a handle. And you put your chicken skin down and you just, in in 30 seconds, maybe even 20 seconds, I can have a piece of chicken skin scraped. Right. I mean, maybe even 10 seconds. Just depends how it goes without cutting the skin or whatever. So huh. we'll have to do a video because I'm watching... Chicken trimming, there's a lot of chicken trimming videos out on the internet these days in the old barbecue feed. So, and I'm like, whoa, let me do you guys a favor and get you the right tool. Yeah. Kind of like the butter cutter, right? Everybody don't you think, cutter. don't you think, Darren, you know, you're talking about drinking and focus and stuff, but being able to have the right tools, like you're saying, your little brisket cutter to do the chicken skin, your butter cutter. That makes yeah. the that makes the whole yeah. makes things go a lot better. A lot well, easier. Just speeds things up, so you're right. spending a lot less time prepping. You know, a lot of times people will spend hours trimming chicken, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I spend 20 minutes." You know, I mean, uh, I'll have a whole contest from start to if I spend more than an hour and 15 minutes trimming a whole contest. Right. I'm like, then I'm pissed that something went wrong i had to you trim another some, brisket or something right hey we haven't said the word fuck here in a little bit no I, just saying for fuck's sakes that's that's a good idea <laughs> i got that in my notes say fuck every 30 minutes now Hey. <laughs> oh, pros, and, pros and cons of wintering in southwest florida well i wish i was wintering here i just visit occasionally uh, it is beautiful here right now. Anytime I, I'm a big believer if during Halloween, no matter where you're at in the South, if you can hit Halloween, whether we, I mean, when we are in uh, Arizona or in Florida, you hit Halloween, you're going to hit the most amazing weather. In Phoenix, it was always high of 78 and low of 70. And in Florida, right. it's high of 85 and low of 70. I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Hardly had a cloud in the sky the whole time we've been here. Nice. Yeah. Wayne Blessing wants to know what the snook are hitting on in southwest Florida. You know, this, I, I've never been snook fishing, so I would say Wayne would be better if he just come showed me how. You there know? you go. Once, once if we ever get a boat, then I'll be able to go snook fishing. But what in the meantime, snooks? I'm just thought, going and buying. I thought snookers were something you got when you got all fucked up. Drinking, you got all snookered up. So there are fish? <laughs> snook is a fish oh okay. yeah it's an inland water fish inland <laughs> oh, randy van slyke with and neil saying foil or paper you know uh, it, it's to each his own you you got time yeah. use paper you if can. you got not a lot of time you want to speed things up foil so does we the talked foil, about that 
ones. Does the foil really speed? Do you feel like this foil speeds it up more than the paper? Well, yeah. So what happens is with foil, foil seals tight. Paper doesn't. Right. Right. So if you're putting liquid in there and you get that steaming and that combustion going, that's how you really get something done quick is you, you smoke it and then you steam the piss out of it. Right. So, so the faster you can get stuff in foil, the faster it'll get done. Right. But do you think it's worth your time on a competition to even to you? If you're saying foil is such a good thing, should you even think about using paper on a competition brisket? I would say no in a competition mode, and I tell you why. Because where I see paper, paper is all about maintaining bark. Now, in competition barbecue, we really don't, we really don't create bark. It's just rub that's kind of on there. A real, what I would call a Texas style bark, is where seasoning sits on top of fat and melts into there and creates a, a Texas bark. One of my favorite right. briskets ever to eat. Right or turkey or whatever competition barbecue we never get to that point right because we ain't got time you know because you can't hot hold something so my brisket and competition would be great if i could cook it on friday and let it sit warm in a warmer all night long but having a warmer that's electronic that's illegal you can't do that right so you end up putting in a Cambro. Well, you can't hold something in a Cambro that long without trying to cost. I mean, you could probably put hot water in there every hour. What? Who's going to do that? Nobody, you know, and you can't use any electrical apparatus to keep that. So if you could cook a brisket today and put it 140 degrees and let it sit all night long and turn it in, be the best textured brisket you'd probably ever eat. It's just impossible with the rules. You said something about using uh, butcher paper on uh, turkey. Is that something that you can? I always hear of brisket uh, butcher paper only on uh, on uh, brisket. Can you use it on other stuff, other meats? Oh yeah, you can use you can use butcher paper on whatever you want to use it on. It's you it's know just going to get better bark. Is there really much use? You're right. It's just going to get better bark. And most of them other meats don't have that fat like that brisket has. So, sure. you know, it's not really a big deal. Sure. Not really a big deal. But that long hold, that's that's the secret to all Texas brisket cooks. Not Maybe not all, but the majority of brisket cooks. When you walk into a brisket restaurant or walk into a barbecue restaurant in Texas and they're cooking, they're not cooking for today. They're cooking for tomorrow. You know, we saw that old John Lewis showed us that yeah. down at La Barbecue um, down in, in Texas years ago. You know, they, they cook that brisket and they get it done after the crowd leaves and they set them out on the picnic table and let them come down to temp. Then they wrap them in butcher paper and throw them in the old warming oven at 140, 145 degrees overnight. And that's what they're going to serve for lunch tomorrow. And that long rest is what really tears down that fiber, that meat, and makes it really soft and velvety and you know, part of the slice that I always love, I would love to get in competition barbecue. It's just hard. Yeah. Well, right. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. What? I, I was just thinking of something else. So. Paul Buob. Hopefully I say that right. Paul, great friend. Don't know how to say his last name. What <laughs> goes into a successful product name? Rub, sauce, restaurant. Lots of barbecue teams miss real audiences. Interesting. I think more to do with the name is the label. 
Oh, I, I think agree. that's where people go wrong. People go wrong on rubs and sauces and stuff like. I to I agree me 100%. Uh, a famous example. I'll pick up. I'll pick up my buddy Luke Darnell at Old Virginia Smoke. Right. He mm-hmm. come out with this sauce called Rust, Rusted Mustang. Okay, kind of a vinegar sauce. Really good sauce, actually. If you haven't tried it, I think he's still got some out there. But anyway, he he shows me this, gives me a bottle of it, and I said, matter of fact, hang on a second. For those viewers, I've got some in my cupboard. This is where you go. Dun, 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 dun. Boy, he's graceful getting out of there, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, gee. Okay, so this is this is marketing, and you're going to have to be on YouTube, right? So, so here is his sauce, and I said, mm-hmm. "Wow, Luke, that's great." Usta Aste sauce. I would agree with you. Right? Because Got as it. you're sitting there, as you're list, looking on the shelf, even though it says rusted Mustang. Yeah. It was Usta Aste vinegar. It wasn't a sauce. Yeah. It wasn't a mustard sauce. It was Usta Aste vinegar. So what's most important as you're developing a label rather than a name, Paul, is something that first sticks out on the shelf and something that people can identify very easily what it is. Well, and I'll tell you what. They need to know it's a barbecue sauce and they need to know if it's mild or vinegar or hot or spicy or whatever, because that's what they're looking for. I uh, look at a lot of labels if I'm at the supermarket or someplace and we'll look at labels and, you know, that. and there's some of them out there (laughs) that have got so much shit on the label you can't tell what it is. It kind of it's it's got you know all their their competition team logo, which is some comical type deal, and then they've got all this and all that. And I mean, it, it, it's like I know it's barbecue sauce because it's in the barbecue section. But as you said, Darren, is it a vinegar? Is it a sweet? Is it a uh, spicy? And I know of some that I see at the store. You don't even know who makes it, who they're coming from, because. Yeah, They've got so much right. shit on them. It, for fuck's sake, you know, you're trying to sell your sauce, not not a commercial, you know. Well, and, and so that's why when we did ours, you know, Haley designed our label, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The. Uh, Do you want me to go and grab we, one? And we have a, and we have a mild, sassy, fiery um, thing. Yeah, go grab, grab one, one, Emma, if but, you got one close so by. So what was what what okay. was important? If, if this will, we'll get our YouTube viewership up. Now we can talk about her now that she's gone, Randy. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, when she's gone, it's going to be all hell break loose. It's Katie bar the door, no regulations or anything on that shit. <laughs> we'll be saying fuck every other fucking word. Did she have to go to oh, uh, hi, Emma. Dubuque? You do that anyway. Emma. Did she have to go to Dubuque or oh something to get that? Jesus Christ, fuck's yeah. sake. Right. So, so when you look at that, when you look at that sauce, so the Smokey D's, this is Smokey D's sassy, right? Mm-hmm. So it says Smokey D's barbecue sauce. We put that label red because we wanted to know it had a little bit of heat to it. The green is mild, right? So people know two. that, hey, mild is normally great. No, you don't have to grab the other one, but you've got yeah. mild, which is green. You got red, which is medium. And then you got orange, which is hot, right? And so very simplistic but when you you have to set that you know if you're designing a label set that baby up on a sauce and set your sauces next to each other or take some jugs out of your pantry and see which one just walk away and have somebody pick out which one they want because this is how people make money on sauce 
it's not about what's in the sauce. It's how the label looks. What the label and what's looks like. What looks good. And when you go to marketing, what? you know, um, it's just, it's tough. And some people miss it. I think, I think we keep it very simplistic. Um, well, don't so you think, people know? Yeah, people. Don't you think also, Darren, uh, some of the sauce is name recognition? And flip those back around, Emma. Uh, you it guys, is. they is. know Smokey D's. You guys are very well known in the industry and especially in Iowa yep. where you're selling sauce. So it's like, oh, it's Smokey D's. And uh, uh, I think the name recognition and having that is the most important part. And as I said, there's some labels I've seen they've got, they've got their, they may have their name like you got Smokey D's, but they got so much other stuff around it. And yeah, because yeah. nobody, once, when's the last time you saw somebody in the sauce aisle? with a bottle turning it around and reading all the small shit on it. It's an impulse exactly. buy. Barbecue sauce well, is some an people, impulse I mean, buy. Some people will look at the ingredients. They've already made no. their decision before no, they look I would at the say. ingredients. And, no. and if no. you think... No. Some, no, some, people, if, some, people, some people, if they're on dietary restrictions or oh, yeah, you yeah, don't want to yeah. stay free from the sugar and whatever, they're they're doing that. But that's a... That's probably a small proportion of people that sure. are doing it. But the big thing is getting something that stands out on that shelf. It doesn't have to say much. Tell me what it is. Tell me if it's hot or mild. But it doesn't need all this shit. And and I'm not much on cartoon logos. We used to have a cartoon logo yep. that over the years went into our Smoky D's logo. We used to have, you know, a, four, a rack of ribs. And Sherry thought they looked, I think, like hot dogs or something like that. And she hated them. You know, our thing, the cartoony thing. And I think the cartoony thing looks cheap, right? I think when, you know, somebody wants to say, hey, I'm looking for a professional product, even though it may be canned in your own kitchen, right? If you can get away with it, it's something that looks good. So I think more than name or anything is the label. The label's most yeah. important. Spend more time and, on your label than your, than your, yeah, your sauce. And People are still going to buy it for a nice looking label. And they'll buy and it again it on, if they like it. Keep it on brand. Like you still want it to kind of fit the rest of your business so that people can recognize it when, if they see other products. Sure. You know, you don't want it to be like too far off to where they wonder if you're the same company in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, and if right. you question and, those and, labels, and for... the simplicity of those labels, look at uh, probably one of the top sale, selling barbecue sauce, like Open Pit and some of those. I mean, you don't yeah. get much simpler label than those. Sweet baby down. rays. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Sweet exactly. baby rays. Yeah, people know. You're right. And, and so people, when they go in, they're either going to buy the cheapest thing. Right. You know, the craft mm -hmm. or the sweet baby rays. I mean, that's the game you play. So if you have big aspirations of making huge money in the, in the rub and sauce business, uh, my advice is um, no. Stay out of it. Because there's not a lot to be made. There, well, there's just not a lot of money to be made. Now, the whole reason our sauces are in stores in Des Moines, in case we forget something on a catering, we can go pick it up right quick. You sh I answer. feel like you shouldn't. There's your answer. I don't. So okay. if they get out to a, a catering and somebody forgot the barbecue sauce, you can go to any yeah. Hy-Vee, Fairway in the Des Moines area. But, but you, you shouldn't know. forget your barbecue sauce. You shouldn't forget your barbecue sauce. You we shouldn't, shouldn't do a lot of things, things. But, you know, when you do yeah, that many, exactly. sometimes you make errors. Continuous improvement. Continuous improvement. Go. 
But anyway, so I don't think anybody's going to get rich because the problem is with the barbecue sauce business, it, it, the only way to get it is to mass produce. And when you mass produce, your quality probably goes down. And then you you want to get into the Walmarts and get it in the Walmart shelf. And th there's just, I mean, we Jeez. used to make, we used to make, you know, you, you make 20 bucks a case on a, on a sauce being totally on open book. You make 20 bucks a case on bottle of 12 sauces, right? And if you have somebody else distribute it, you're going to make 10 bucks a case. How many cases of barbecue sauce do you think you're really going to sell? Right. And, and, and if what you, can you do want your time? Self, and, and, and if you want to self distribute, if you're self distributing mm -hmm. that sauce, take your time and your gas and whatever, that, that menu, it just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. yeah we just used to self distribute. Work. We used to self distribute. Man, we're out of that business now. I, I told a guy, yeah. hey, well, you're, you're delivering, you know, JC smoking wood products. He was, it, we were talking. He goes, I'm in the same aisle as you are, and I've got two people going out and delivering stores. I'm like, here, take the sauce, give you 10 bucks a case for every case you sell. Boom. Selling 10 times more sauce. Cause he's paying attention to it every single day. Yeah. Inventory, right? Making so, sure that inventory. But yeah, making, we would only go out. Yeah. Cause we would so only I'm, go so out a right. couple of days. So I'm selling twice as much sauce, but I'm making half as much. I'm making the same amount of money. Right. Right. But when you add that all together, that's, I mean, it's, it's nice. A lot of people like it. If they don't have a restaurant, it's their way into the market. It's a nice marketing thing. Um, but there's not a, I mean, there's some people that have national distributors that are making their rubs for them and just sending them a royalty check, which is fine. It's mailbox money. You know, if you can get to that point, it's mailbox money, but Overall, just not a lot of money there when you're competing against the dollar ninety nine sweet sure. baby rays and the ninety nine cent craft on sale. You know, eighty percent of the market's going to go there. <coughs> You'd be better off to find other restaurants that want to use your sauce and put their label on it. You know, I've done that many times. You know, find somebody that wants it, and yep. you know, hey, because the more sauce you can do it. Used to have a good customer down in Jacksonville, Illinois. Used to use that sauce. Well, you never know what happens. So. Yeah, Moving right along. Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> $10. Moving along. Um, Blaine Hunter says it's lame. Well, he never listens to it anyway. He's too busy making money. Yeah. He's Over reason. Porky, Porky Butts yeah. Barbecue. He's always lame. <laughs> Phil Hopkins wants to talk about the history. Oh, the history of, of barbecue. And we've hit on that a lot. Phil, Phil mm -hmm. taught us. Damn near yeah. everything we knew in the restaurant business and in competition. You know, one of my best mentors, my first mentors in barbecue and best mentor ever, and still a great friend, him and Linda. And, you know, even though their restaurant's not there, they still have a rub that. Huh. Um, what's your favorite saying really about well what's your favorite circuit? saying about uh, certain rubs and certain sauces on the competition circuit? You if well, you, yeah, you either all, use the, the smoke you guns either, hot and simmer on docks or the two you're either using losing you're, you're either, either you, you, what do you say you're, using it or lying lying or losing no yeah using yeah, it or lying losing or lying yeah yeah we right, that right. Up, didn't we right oh well whatever Kevin Kelly wants to know who's uh, who has the best mustard to put on a pork tenderloin well we all know well, Kelly's gourmet mustard is the top that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it just because it's an Illinois product, right, Randy? No, because it's just goddamn good mustard. 
It is good mustard. It is good mustard. If anybody's I mean, a mustard connoisseur, Kelly, Kelly's gourmet mustard. He he sent us a, a you know a case of gallons out for the tenderloin feed this year. So which we always appreciate gets people to taste in the mustard. But there's some there's some knockoffs out there. But he does a he did, just does a great job small batch mustard. It's it's top notch. Yep, it's the best. Brad Dupont. Maybe we need to have Brad Dupont on talking about boudin and Cajun meats. Love me some boudin. I got a fresh stocking here of boudin sausage about a month yes. ago from. Yes, you old did. David I was helped too much I helped, now. Uh, so. I helped transport part of that. You did get a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Are you still eating on it? Or are you ate it all Robin up? Robin Yelverton. Oh yeah. No. No. Haven't eaten all up. Ration it. Robin Yelverton says, discuss love and kindness. Not enough of that these days. I'm 100% with that. I am too. Right. There's just too much fucking shit going on in the world. Too much hatefulness. Right. Now we got our fucks in. Yeah. There is. I mean, and why? I mean, I was, I was reading something today. I was out on Reddit, you know, because Reddit's kind of my favorite resource of, I just, if I'm bored, I go to Reddit. You don't take me for a Reddit guy. Really? No. Why? Because they're all, ultra liberal whatever no you just seemed like you'd be a twitter person oh i'm a twitter person too i'm multifunctional i go to different place i go to different i go to different platforms for information right i go to instagram to look at food Mm -hmm. i go to facebook to see whose grandma died i go to um threads once in a while because it's just unleashed and the only (laughs) reason i go there now is because Instagram that in the Instagram post, yeah, the now second it's even post in down you. is a thread. Yeah, now it's and a so thread. of course you have to click on it because it's always something cool. But then I'll go to um, Twitter's only for crypto for me, right? So I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking at the crypto markets and what's happening in the crypto world, and then um, Reddit is kind of my resource. So and there's everything from A to Z plus on Reddit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, and. But but I I've but, not but, spent but, much time. Oh, yeah. there. Randy, are you on Reddit? No. Oh yeah. Well, I'll no. send you a couple. I'll send you a couple links to some uh, chef sites and stuff like that. Okay, please do. But no, I was out there this morning just looking at a chef site, just a chef site, and they were talking about different things. They were talking about scrambled eggs, cooking scrambled eggs in a banquet type scenario. A guy was new to the banquet stuff, and and he was talking about what's the best way. And there was everything from A to Z. Put them on a flat top. Put them in a bay-marie with boiling water underneath it and slow cook them there. There was, hey, put it in a hotel pan and throw it in a steamer for 15 minutes. All kinds of great advice. And then there was just all kinds of haters. You can't fucking cook eggs? I'm like, just shut your mouth. The guy asked a question. And that seems like the world, you know, the keyboard cowboys, right? Yes. And you wonder if they even cooked any eggs. If the people that probably come out not. there being horses asses, they probably not even tried. You know, uh, I I used to do the we so, used to do some caterings of of us and we'd do eggs, you know. And I learned the first thing I learned was you want to make sure you put lemon juice in with your eggs. Yeah, otherwise they'll turn green. Green. Yeah, it's like uh, fucking Dr. Seuss, green eggs and ham. I oh, took the lid off those and I was like, yeah. "What in the Sam hell?" Or vinegar. You, know, you just need you just need acid. You just need yeah. acid. Whether it's lemon quick. juice, lime juice, whatever, uh, vinegar, whatever. Yeah, green eggs and ham. You're but, exactly but, right. Or you know, you can just 
But if I'd have posted something like that I, out there, somebody would have been, you dumb son of a bitch, you can't even, what are you doing doing this if you can't cook eggs? Well, you got to learn somewhere. Well, so, so, so I think what's missing on this whole social media thing, and maybe, Emma, you can take this idea and run with it, right? What's missing is when somebody's just a shit stirrer, right? Because they're mm-hmm. everywhere. Yes. Why yeah. can't we tag that person as shit stirrer? Right, and maybe there's probably a better politically block the fuckers term, yeah. like fuck, like fucking idiot, yeah, or something like that. But you guys are doing just fine on the f bomb count, by the way. Okay, good. But but why don't we take why don't we take that and and, mm-hmm. and be able to say this guy's a shitster, this guy's a, and, and have people because any news article you read online, oh mm-hmm. my god, you can you can say. Somebody opened a new restaurant. It's the best thing in the world. And there's 50 people saying, ah, yeah, this restaurant's better. This restaurant's better. Fuck, they haven't been there. Shit stir. Yeah, haven't and you been tag there. them as shit stir. And when, the, and, and, when, and, when the, and when they get tagged so much as a shit stir, then they don't appear anymore. Right? So if you're going to be a shit stir, I'm out. Now, I know that's I mean, part of the reason can, people read stuff. You can report them, essentially, and... You can, like, there's categories where you can report them as, like, harassment or just saying stupid shit. But, I mean, it's not going to says shit. Is there one that says shit? Right. So it's not going to hurt them. So if you can give an arrow or a down arrow. You can, I think, um, you can. Let me let you know. After so many, I believe they'll get get removed. Let me let you know a little secret. As somebody that's been attacked, I've been attacked before. And, uh. About the only way you can get rid of them is to block them to to your post and stuff. Yeah, and even then, but even then, oh no, they, those Emma, I was talking. Uh, even then, they I have know, I'm trying about to find three or four three or four different uh, sub names that then they'll attack you another way or have their friends attack you. So, right, those uh, are. Yeah, and I can't find a comment. I can fake. Um, yeah, no, it's, I've, we've had a couple of people like that. And, and, and the other but, shit stirs just feed on. I don't, and, I don't and, block and just, often. Just, I just, I, at least from a business side, you can hide people's comments so that yes. this is a little trick that I find really amusing. You can hide their comments. So it'll show up on only their feed. So it's like you, so they still think that they're hot shit. And they're like, oh, this comment bothered him enough they didn't even respond. When in reality, nobody else can see it. Right. And um, so it just sits on just their feet. So I do that a lot just to keep those people from, like, re-commenting and stuff and saying stupid things. Um, right. Just because they just think I'm just ignoring them. Uh, or, yeah. But I don't think I've, I've had to block anybody. I've come close a couple of times. I've but. had my people block then they found out it was my good then she found out it was my good friends no (laughs) darren's all about negative comments he likes to let them sit so that everyone else can respond to him because that's why people go to things yeah people so so about this the thing this this whole this whole drama thing people Mm -hmm. love the drama right and and i think the whole drama thing Got, I'm not going to go political, but the whole drama thing happened during our, you know, the election two comes ago. So you you take a guy like Donald Trump, okay, 
doesn't matter. Hate him, love him, everybody, different matter. But there was a lot of drama involved, and that attracted people oh, to did. that drama, right? It, it wasn't about the nuts and bolts of the company, right? I mean, it, it, or the, mm-hmm. the country. It was the drama yeah. that attracts people. So, and every show you have on TV, and Randy, I know you watch a lot of them, is <laughs> drama based. And that's why I don't watch TV anymore. I hate the drama associated with that. And it's, it's everywhere. On, and that's why a lot of people don't do social media because it's there in the comments and they're stupid and whatever. I find, I find sometimes enjoyment. That's why Emma's like, should I block this guy? I'm like, no, let that baby roll. Yeah. You know, because that's going to get more people. Normal people can see stupid people in action. See through it. Going, they can yeah. see through it. You know, they can they can mm-hmm. see through it. So anyway, you know, back to because we're running out of time here. We're damn near an hour. Um, you know, how do you find probably that comes out the most is how do you find balance between traveling, competing all around the country, and taking time for yourself and your family, right? And this was this was a lot tougher back early on. Now it's not tough because Sherry goes with me, right? Half the time now, right? Mm-hmm. If it's between seventy and eighty-five degrees and <laughs> between partly sunny and sunny, right? Sherry goes goes with me. Otherwise, you know, she she'd rather be at home and you know be with the grandkids yeah. and stuff like that. And I find time for the grandkids once or twice a week. Um, I don't want to, you know, the grandkids. They, they got way too much energy. <laughs> way too much energy to be around 24 seven, you know, so it's a balance, but it's, it's about doing what you love to about doing what you love to do. I agree. Right. And I love to travel and I love to compete in barbecue contests and, you know, it's a whole balance. And, and I'm at the point in the restaurant business that I can work from anywhere because I'm working on much bigger picture stuff than making sure, you know, the brisket got done this morning because I've, you know, empowered people to do that. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, yeah. Emma, mm-hmm. you got any parting words? Even though I know you're going to be like popping your own little, because we're not going to be able to control this, right? Okay, so Randy, we're no. gonna we're gonna record this, and then she's gonna pick it up, and I'm gonna send her a text saying, "Hey, we're recorded," and she's gonna pick it up, and she she'll be able to edit out stuff, cut everything out she wants to cut, or add in whatever she wants before it's published. Sure. Sure. We're taking a chance right. here. I'm still in yeah. control. She's still in control. She always probably for been. the best. Probably yeah, for the best. I'm not going to argue that one with you. <laughs> we might we might bring her in as a guest once in a while. Celebrity guest. Celebrity yeah. guest. No, I don't think. Yeah. We'll see I mean, how that first not... week. We'll see how that first week or two goes of working at the new job. Smooth as and Smooth. I, I, I think that's a recipe for disaster, Randy. What's that? Jeez. Working from home. That uh, working from home. I think that's a recipe for disaster. I'm not commenting. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I just, I mm. just, I mean, for me, I'd probably weigh over 300 pounds. Honestly, I think I'll eat better because I won't be in within walking distance of a fried chicken restaurant or well, a kitchen. Yeah, see, there goes our sales. Yeah, there you go. Oh, because my half-off order. Your half-off order. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't ordered in months. But, um, no, parting words. No, because I'm not really parting. I mean, I'm just not going to be on the screen. As much. Um, Right. So, sorry 
Um, I apologize to all of our viewers who, you know, like to comment on my expressions. I promise I'll still be making them. You just won't see them. Uh, and yeah. Hey, and I I'll told her around. she could still. Do, I told her she could still do the do the podcast. She would just have to be able to do it on a moment's notice. Like, I, I guess yeah. most I am. I am going to have to schedule a little bit with Randy. Emma, Emma's gotten mm -hmm. so used to me going. Hey, fifteen minutes. Let's record. And she goes, okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Randy's yeah, going to be gonna as have flexible. To, it, I'm pretty our podcast will be ha will have to become a little more. Randy, you guys were supposed to record one episode, and you guys couldn't do that while I was in Italy. Randy, Randy, Randy <laughs> fucked that up. I fucked that up. For fuck's so, sake, I had shit I, to do. I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think, I think the podcast will have to develop a little bit more structure, but that's okay. But yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there's no there's no doubt. It needed yeah. structure now. But for yeah. some reason we always find our way. Yeah. We always find yeah. our way to give little tidbits of information, get out some talk it, about current event and news and whatever. So it was well, structured at the beginning. I would like to Where'd she go? Oh, she disappears every once in a while. She probably had to she probably had to pick her nose. Okay. No, I'm still here. And everyone no, else not. is gonna you, see Randy, that. Randy, you disappeared but... off the screen earlier too, so Oh really? Oh geez. She's starting to she's starting to sob. Okay. I'm she, not she's gonna, gonna she's, she's I gonna have miss, not she's gonna miss us. Yeah. I will okay. miss the podcast, yeah. But yeah, I'll miss all of our <laughs> listeners and stuff. It'll be it'll be fine. I'll still be around. Okay. It'll be but, fine. She'll be around. We'll bring yeah. her back every once in a while and I have a feeling that Sunday morning is gonna become the podcast time, Randy, and then Emma's gonna yeah. go, What? I have to I have to get this done by Sunday night. But Sunday morning, Randy and I usually have an hour, hour and a half to talk every Sunday. Yeah, so we might like. as well do it here. Might as well do it here. So. Yeah. We might as well do it here. Right. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Um, anything, yeah. anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. Randy, what about you? Not a thing. I'd say we've covered lots of information this morning. Starting a Monday Are you going to try the clothes? The no. Randy, are you going to try the clothes? Well, try someone's going to have to take my spot. Well, I don't know what the clothes yeah. is. Yeah, the clothes. Tell them what to okay, do. You, you're, you're going to listen, Randy. Okay. Gonna, okay. I'll have Emma write this down so write you can the, memorize send it. Send me a text, okay? if you would. Uh, most of the time, I just wing it. Just wing it. Yeah. But here comes the clothes, Randy. Okay. Uh, go find us on Instagram. Yeah, you got to start with uh, two every week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm uh, leaving, guys. I'm tired of Darren making fun of me. <laughs> go okay, like, go, go find us on Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, Threads, and TikTok. We are at the at Q the Mic podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, where we would like you to subscribe. Um, go watch our videos. You guys can see well today, barbecue bottles and stuff, um, and rate us. You know, give us a, give us a hey, like, I, all the things. I got a good no, no, no. comment. To I just kind of say a, what I, there's, okay. a, there's another podcast I listen to and, uh, they always <laughs> say that, you know, they don't use, they don't have any advertisements so they can say whatever they want to. And the biggest way you can do it, yeah, same. the biggest uh, us way either, you, us either. And the biggest thing you can do is share the show 
so other people can know if you like what you hear share the show and their their tag word is mm-hmm. don't be a don't be a hoe That's show the, share the hoe show don't be a hoe share the show don't well, be a hoe ho, share, share the, the show. show exactly well i don't want to steal their words completely but yeah share us i think word of mouth is a great way too if you got a friend that you think might be interested yeah you know what i meant uh, yeah. we built an entire business based upon word of mouth Yep. If you got a friend you think might be interested, tell them to listen. You're on all podcast platforms. So, yeah. Not my best closure for being the last one, but that's okay. Oh, that's okay. I thought it was we'll magnificent. It's kind of on brand. If, yeah. And if we and if we forget to do the closure thing, just go ahead and record that and add, add it at it. the end. And yeah, exactly. And make sure I you will. put Twyford Barbecue. Put, put, put Randy's credentials on the uh, podcast. Uh, yep. On the, on the, my name's going to... My name's gonna be gone. It'll be well. We could we could leave it on there. I we might leave say, it as produced sit, by, produced or produced by or Randy Twyford permanently sitting in for Emma who quit. No. I think that's great. There, there yeah, you I think be perfect. Still get well, your name out there. I don't want to sound like a quitter. I didn't. Okay. I mean, all right. I. I oh. That's whatever. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. All right, I gotta go. It's pool. It's it's pool thirty. All right, oh, we'll see you, you guys. Suck. Yeah, see okay. you guys next week. Peace out. You bet.